2: A game about a pandemic that has wiped out most of the human race has been delayed, but we'll get there eventually, I'm sure. What is going on, Matt? Life is going on. That is true. That
3: is technically true. It is uh, Gamers 2 Podcast. Also a good answer. Friday, April 3rd, 2020. Brought to you by your host... I was going to say
2: Price Chopper sparkling water. Delicious I guess that.
3: I mean that that powers the host. It the does. host powers the podcast. Which is Nate. That I'm host is his name. that host
2: is me. And I am, I spectate.
3: Am really. I just spectate. <laughs> I spectate.
2: This doesn't happen without you or Dewey or another body.
3: I Exactly. See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a spectator. There has to be a
2: witness. There there right. always has to be a witness. Right, because everyone, if you sign the papers without a witness, it's null and void. Or if any important documents have taught me that, I should say. I don't know what important documents are.
3: I just occupy... You're further in life than
2: I am. If we're going on a lifelike checklist of traditional means... I got two on, like, what's the, what's the, we have one. Oh, we, we own
3: houses, I guess. I don't know. Is that yeah, a thing? Yeah. Two is like getting married. I got yeah. two. I got two
2: things. Yeah, one well, more than me. It's more paperwork than I have. Actually, I have to have like the marriage, you know, witnesses. it's surprisingly,
3: it's, you need surprisingly little paperwork to be legally married. It's one sheet of paper. That's, which is, it
2: shouldn't even be that, as far as I'm concerned. Because Ed, we can get into a whole marriage as a construct discussion that I don't want to get into. Because which is, is why ga- I said legally married. Because, because <laughs> I say because this is a gaming podcast, and legally you need to be married to do certain things, especially like healthcare wise. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, we'll leave that where it is, and that it can be. Which well, no, I I told you I want to okay. change the style of this show. Okay. Do you have a quick point that I? Well, I was going
3: to say one of the benefits to being married is I just recently switched jobs, so I don't have I didn't have health insurance. True. This all kicked off current events. Kicked off. I was like, this is not not bueno. So because we're married, and I switched jobs, that was considered a change of life circumstance. So Samantha was able to pull you you into the plan.
2: Yeah. Hey, man. Life. Life happens to the best of us and the worst of us. It's a board game. It is. And why would you take, why would you should go four spaces shorter not to finish college? I don't know. We should, we're not going to discuss college degrees on this podcast because it wouldn't go well. But I mean, it's four spaces on a life game. Who doesn't? Anyway. What? It's just, I, you know, on the board game. On the board game, if you finish the extra four spaces or yeah. however many it is, you get to choose but much higher the, paying jobs.
3: I think the modern version of life is more...
2: It should be because... More,
3: it's more like, oh, you want to go to college? Here's your crippling debt that goes Which is what it should it.
2: be because also you can have skilled labor jobs that aren't college jobs, that aren't the degrees that like the underwater welder or whatever that are technically mm-hmm. a uh, yeah. technical profession, that are a trade profession, that can get paid way more than almost any college degree. Yeah. But those are rare circumstances, and we digress back to a gaming (laughs) podcast, not usually about the board game life. I want to switch it up because I'm not going to ask you what you did seven days. We're going to push that all to the end. Yes. Which makes sense. I want to give people new releases, and I want to get right into the news and take the first half or so of – first half to 45 minutes of the podcast where we run that through. And then we'll recap ourselves. And especially with today, I think we will have a lot more to now discuss.
3: Possibly, there's
2: a there's actually a
3: fair fair amount of news this week. There but is, but I
2: mean, like we tidbits, ourselves, we'll have more to discuss anyway. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should just get the news out of the way, even though it is grandiose in nature, if you will. So that means
3: we need to start with new releases. New releases, things you could play right now. Curated by the one, the only
2: Nate of Gamers Two Podcast. Just pump that ego, man. Just take, take it away, Nate. Give me, e- give me more ego. Yeah, the one, the only is a scary thought and also not wrong. Number one, you get what the box on Switch. Journey to the Savage Planet. <laughs> Journey to the Savage Planet on PlayStation. Overpass for PlayStation, Persona 5 Royale, it's not Royal, it's Royal, I just like the idea that it's Royal, for PlayStation, The Complex for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, Zombie Army Trilogy has now gone to Switch, totally reliable delivery service for PlayStation, Switch, PC, and other things, I think mobile too, they had a whole release thing, and currently free on Epic for the next couple days, so go claim it. Crazy. It is. It's going to be a fun game. Number eight is Snakey Bus. Oh, yeah. For PlayStation and Switch. Where you are a bus basically playing snake over a city. Uh, You're driving through a city trying not to hit yourself as you get longer and longer by dropping and picking off passengers. Number nine is the Otterman Empire for Switch. Yes, that is Otterman, as in otters. Of the lakes and rivers. And number 10 is Resident Evil 3 for PlayStation Xbox and PC. I think you're missing one.
3: I don't think I am. Didn't Modern Warfare 2 come out?
2: Oh, the campaign remaster? Yeah, yeah, you don't count that? Okay. Modern Warfare 2 campaign remaster for services that exist.
3: I don't know. You're
2: usually It wasn't on my list. It wasn't on my list.
3: I mean, so we're not really going to talk about it. So no, cool we're not. To...
2: And it's the campaign. It's and people are like okay, cool campaign.
3: Why would they remaster it? The... I don't get that.
2: Because
3: my understanding is that not a lot of people actually play the campaigns in Call of Duty games.
2: Percentages would tell you that is true.
3: So why spend the time to remaster it? Maybe the engines really. Maybe they figured out like uh, they have a process now where it's really easy. I don't know.
2: Maybe. I didn't look at the install size because I'm not going to buy it, but I'm really curious how bad that install is with Modern Warfare being 184 gigs. Well, I'll have to look into that. Modern Warfare has a lot more components in it, but I mean, just the campaign part of...
3: Yeah, I did I did download Warzone with the anticipation of trying it out. See what I thought? You're if insane. I had known <laughs> that it was 100 plus gigs, I might not have done it.
2: Yeah, it's technically, if you're playing it for Warzone, you have downloaded 184 gigs for a BR. Which is batshit crazy. Oh yeah. I'm assuming their ploy is essentially Yeah, we want you to do the other thing. Like that's yeah. why we're not allowing you to just download Warzone, but that's really what they should do. They should double down on just allow people to play Warzone. But they actually really what they should do is they should be sending you a here's the code for the pieces of software, and you now can choose which pieces you would like to install. Is what they should be doing. But
3: mm-hmm.
2: which they could do. We, we all know. Right. So. I mean, when I want to install Office for work, Office 365, it's like, which apps would you like to install? Click, 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 click. Boom. Done. You know? It's like, come on. Anyway. Yeah. Those are the new releases. Resident Evil 3, the next remastered Resident Evil, it looked pretty, 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 it's pretty, pretty, pretty. That's a good engine they got there. It is a pretty good engine. And it. I don't know. I'm not a big Resident Evil person. I enjoy watching other people play Resident, uh, Resident Evil. I really enjoyed watching uh, Ray Narvaez Jr. or Brown Man on Twitch playing Resident Evil. He is my usual go-to streamer for things. Watched him play all of 2, 7, and all that stuff. And he started playing 3 today, and I was like, I could just sit here and watch this, but Matt and I have things we want to do. So. Yeah. Um, for reference, 60 gigs, roughly, is the Modern Warfare 2 one. Mm-hmm. <gasps> So 60 gigs for the campaign. So if you chop off Modern Warfare's campaign, you're down to 120. At least. I don't know. Yeah. Let's not discuss storage states because they'll make me angry. And Todd will have an aneurysm if he listens to this podcast. He's only He only was messaging me until like 2 in the morning the other night. Randomly going through the Build the PC subreddit looking at hard drives. So, and I was like... You just need yours to fail before you're convinced you should do it.
3: I kinda I tried to do the thing. You know how when you buy computer parts, like that mean you just don't want to look at things afterwards because you know something better will pop up. Oh no. And like that's what's been happening and I've been trying to avoid it, but like it I get notifications for it. So like, you know, I bought Space. I bought an NVMe drive, and I didn't pay a bad price on it. Right, right. But they naturally, of course, because I bought one, they, they got like $10, $20 cheaper like, yeah.
2: the weeks following. Yeah, they're so. like, hey, did you want to buy another one? Yeah, it's like, mm, tempting. I see your games, which I will not play them. But yeah, so that's uh, that, you know, a lot of games to play during a quarantine. Yeah, it's a good thing. Some games are still coming out. Other ones, as we'll talk about, aren't. Should we get right to the news? We shall. We shall. Funny enough, we didn't really save much time, but let's get to the news. We never do. No, but I just wanted to to flip where we waste the time. That's all. Waste the time on the back end. If you're here for us, that's weird. Usually you'd come here for news. If you're here for us, you can wait. It's going to be worth it, but you can wait. Maybe. Debatable. I'll start with number one. Our new segment, Steam Watch. Matt comes up with terrible title for segment names. I do. It's my thing. (laughs) It's like dad jokes. We've been watching the Steam numbers. Hmm. What should we call it? Steam Watch.
3: I put like 30 seconds of effort in, and I was like, ugh.
2: Nothing's coming, Steam Watch. (laughs) I had an aneurysm. Steam broke its record for concurrent users actively playing games on Sunday, reaching 7.25 million total users. The previous record, as recorded by SteamDB, was at 7.2 million in January 2018. SteamDB also registered a new record of of over 24.1 million active users, a number that I say will go above 30. Um, as time goes on,
3: funny story about that, okay. it was at 23 point something million mm-hmm. and out of curiosity, I was like, I bet it went up higher and I pulled up steam DB and like right when I pulled it up, it jumped, it was at 24.1 million, like that moment <laughs> during the day. And I was like. Okay, that's definitely a bigger number. And then I looked back through briefly; it might actually have been higher at some point between right. me post me editing it. But um, that's the highest it's been so far. It's twenty four point one million, or is that moment that I happened to look at it? I was you, like, "That's weird."
2: You're a prophet. Uh, Just think, the game Crisis Three, the character, or the game Crisis, the guy was character's name was Prophet. Humanity wiped out by a disease but he the prophet did not tell them or t- told them but they didn't understand crisis is a weird story but great game just only if you could have a pc that could run it <laughs> crisis I... the old benchmark no. and a half can it run crisis i kind of want to know i'm sure someone's done it how it runs on like modern systems somebody i think finally got it running on a supercomputer Damn. that was it i think that was a news story a couple days oh. ago or maybe a couple. I wonder ago. if anyone's actually played Crisis like all the way through. Yeah, I'm sure people have.
3: Because like I bought Crisis when I, and I played what? It for
2: like a, a couple hours and I was like, I don't know. I had Crisis One, Crisis Two, and Crisis Three, and Crisis Two had probably my favorite one of my favorite multiplayers. Except Crisis Two, I was playing on the PS3, and Sony got hacked for two months, so oh. I couldn't play it online anymore. And then Crisis that 3 was just bad. fun because I got dirty with a cross or with the bow for a little while. So I would just run around multiplayer maps, just... Ping. Anyway. The bow. I never Com- did the multiplayer thing. Already completely into tangents. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Not that that's a bad thing, but, you know, news.
3: Cards Against Humanity has announced a new family edition of its popular phrase-matching card game. And you can download and print the public beta of the game for free right now. God, I've missed that guy. I know, As right? As a reference to like four years, five years ago now? No not worry, three, we're never going to see him again. We um, were going to see him again anyway unless For Honor 2 came out. You can download two PDFs of the beta. One is a 21-page PDF with small square cards, and, and the other is a 47-page PDF with larger rectangular cards. I'm assuming they mimic the traditional ones. Uh, If you want to play, all you need to do is print out that PDF and cut out the cards. Many of the regular Cards Against Humanity cards aren't appropriate for most children. But the company says this version of the game is designed, quote, for people ages 8 and up, end quote. And that the content is PG rated. The game has also been play tested with families, according to Cards Against Humanity. The new family edition will eventually go on sale this fall but the creators wanted to let families who might be quarantined play it now so that they quote have something to do besides giving more money to the disney corporation end quote
2: oh shit shot's fired pew, 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 pew. i can respect that i can i can definitely understand the sentiment cuz it's pretty funny but uh i i'm so curious to see what a family friendly version of cards against humanity looks like i assume it's just called apples to apples you know what i mean like that's apples to apples is that but I think, I, I think even if you play the family-friendly version of it, no matter what, if you play it with the dirty-minded adults that are playing the regular game, it will still be the same game.
3: That's what I'm betting is it's that type of humor that you find in, like, a lot of
2: Disney movies. That... Well, yeah, it's probably it's – probably, like I'm saying, it's probably apples to apples where it's the, the much nicer game. Mm-hmm. But the game is only as nice as the crowd playing it. Exactly. There's much worse jokes I was, could say there, but I'm going to stop then, and we'll move on to number three. Sony announced on Thursday that it has delayed Naughty Dog's The Last of Us Part 2 until further notice because of the COVID-19 pandemic. This is the first time we will see if Matt is consistent throughout the doc of COVID-19 or coronavirus or novel coronavirus. Uh,
3: Spoilers, I didn't try, so probably can't not. Wait,
2: can't wait to see then. The game had been previously scheduled to launch on May 29th, a date that I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember that. I never remember that getting assigned May 29th for some reason. Really? When people were like, yeah, it's been pushed. I was like, it had a release date? Blanked out of my head. Maybe because I was just like ignoring it and I didn't want to know. Probably.
3: I mean, it moves so much that I've noticed when games start to move. Like, I don't know the release date
2: for Cyberpunk. I know it's in September. After that, I couldn't tell you. I think 19th, but that's, I think, also when Halo came out in 2007, so I'm not sure anymore. It's a thing. Once the game's been moved, like,
3: more than two times, it's like, fuck it.
2: I slowly start <laughs> just trying to remember Windows at that point, where I'm like, all right, fall 2020, and then after that, it's like... For me, it's usually like, it's it's this year,
3: right? Or is it next year?
2: It's this year. I kind of wait till I, like, get the feeling around, like, I start seeing random things on Twitter, where I'm like, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> It's the marketing off. that does it. Yeah, yeah. Like, is this coming out now? A statement from Naughty Dog reads, quote, we were faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time, ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistic issues. We're hoping that this won't be a long delay and we will update you as soon as we have new information to share, end quote. And then in much smaller news, Sony also delayed Iron Man VR. It's <laughs> so like, oh, it's hacked on there. Yeah. Well, when they're when everybody when they were talking about it, when I saw it because I saw the press release and everything from Sony, and they're like, hey, listen, Last of Us Two, we have to delay it. Here's this whole statement from Naughty Dog. Neil Druckmann's out in front of it. Ashley Johnson's out. You know, Troy Baker. Everybody's out in front of it. And by the way, Iron Man VR is delayed. <laughs> I'm just like. That had a release date? That one I'm even more shocked had a release date. Uh, I don't even remember that being a thing. I remember it being a thing uh, from them acquiring a license or whatever, but I was just like, okay, that's now delayed. Thoughts on not seeing Last of Us, what it means for Last of Us, what it means for world view type, if it's an optic thing, if it's truly logistical things because they might have outsourced stuff to China? Blah, blah, blah. Um, So I saw a couple
3: articles link back to something that Jason Schreier said where he basically tacked on uh, additional information. And he's like, uh, apparently he he was saying they were going to have issues printing discs, making discs. Right. Um, So they just called it. uh, And I'm assuming it's like everything's on hold. So let's just put it on hold as well.
2: I think there's definitely that. I there were some people saying like, oh, releasing a game about a global pandemic might not be like the best time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 3's out. Yeah, no one gives a fuck about that. So I understand where you're coming from, but it's bullshit. But I understand. It's just the bullshit. It's the actual like physical problems that are stopping them.
3: I get, I get it. Like I completely understand. Um, and there's going to be another story that we'll touch on that's. Kind of like the same problem, but the other end. Um, I just don't. Being the realist slash pessimist that I am, I uh, you and me both, bud. I don't like to see the games being delayed because, like, that was what I had planned on doing with all this downtime. You know, what oh, I mean? like, interesting. That's not the angle I took. I was like okay, we got some new games coming out that'll occupy some of this time because in my eyes, and this is totally my opinion, I don't see this ending anytime soon. So I see this like, you know, it's it might be months before, you know, we get any sort of relief from the situation. So I'm like already
2: having issues dealing with it. I know it's bad when I'm getting text messages at, Nine in the morning and Matt's like, how do you guys do this? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> it, th- that was literally your day one from home. You sent Dewey and I a text message. That, like, I'm going crazy. We should talk about things, ideas for the podcast. I was like, it's day one. Yeah, you but haven't even been like, home for a week. <laughs> it's a
3: compound issue. It's the excess time, but it's also the fact that like I'm home right. with other people. Yeah, and, it's like, the
2: whole. Trying to make it work. But it was just like he's gonna lose his mind if we're not yeah. careful there'll,
3: there'll be i i my role my existence in this situation is gonna look like the covid apex i'm gonna i'm gonna everything's gonna to come to a head existence in what situation in the quarantine situation oh. i'm everything's gonna to come to a head and i'll i'll figure it out and then we'll we'll be smooth sailing after that we'll come down
2: yeah you're just on the, you're still on your own ramp i'm up. on
3: my ramp up i'm 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 on a tippy top of the
2: mountain, but I'm really only halfway up. Uh, fair enough, you know. It's well, you get for being a two time. Uh yeah, it's I think it's a good thing for Last of Us. Everything it's always good for a game <laughs> to get delayed. To well you know what I mean. It isn't isn't. I think it's specifically a good thing for Last of Us because and kinda of Sony. Because if you can drop that and PS Five same time, it's pretty good. Because right now you've almost been blown. You've been kind of preemptive, getting everything out onto the PS Four, and not not keeping a lot back for PS Five. In terms of like things we know about, like what we actually know, Ghost of Tsushima is in June. Pending that, pending <laughs> that doesn't get pushed. Last of Us was now. Dreams is apparently actually out. Like there's, <laughs> there's my
3: my assumptions is I I'm getting I'm following in your 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 trend here your wake. Uh, I kind of suspect everything front that's supposed to come out between now and you know August holiday season. Yeah, when the beginning of the the cycle, I assume that's all going to get pushed. It's all going to get just fucking
2: plowed into the PS5 release and that'll be it. I think a bunch is just kind of getting is is exactly that. We're just we're starting the bulldozer Mm -hmm. and it's just it just took its first victim and we're still going forward. Yeah. But it's it's like a it's a similar it's kind of a double edged sword because it would have been great for them to come out in May if we're all still stuck in.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's you
2: you would be all you know, hey you're already all inside. Here's a game that everybody wants to play. Would have been great. But it's also going to be great on the back end if it launches like day and day on PS5. So I'm
3: kind of looking at it. Pending,
2: pending we don't have the PS5 problems that are rumored.
3: Yeah. I am I kind of see this as a, almost like an industry identity crisis because if we were digital and everything.
2: Right. Everything would be coming out on time for the but most part. It's yeah, and but that goes it's back like to them. That's an it's an industry problem mixed with an infrastructure problem. Yeah, they're like, you
3: know, like still hemming and hawing over the disc and digital thing, which I think in the case of The Last of Us, from what it sounds like, from what we've heard, if they
2: weren't worried about discs, it would be out at its normal date. Yeah, potentially. Pending once again, they said they're in their final touch ups and stuff like that. Like, I think I'm pretty sure that was a quote out of Neil is that they were in their final phases, mm-hmm. so it's pretty much done at that point. Yeah, so if if you're it, it is the part that kind of bums me out. I know I'm gonna have physical collectors screaming at me, but I'm like, just go digital and then it's, buy it's inevitable, even if you were telling me I could buy the plastic case later and just kind of like have it or whatever. And I understand the idea of wanting to have the game and blah, blah, blah. But the game, you, buying a digital and buying a, a disc are the exact same thing. And people don't get that because I I do understand that I buy a disc and I can play it anytime I want. Only if you plan on never connecting that machine to the internet. Because at any point, should that machine touch the internet and that person of, or owner of software has decided to revoke your license, it just won't work anyway. Yeah. So it it's uh there's a there's a lot of gray area there but if yeah i agree if this was all if we had if we had the full capability to truly go full digital we would do it yeah for sure A uh, couple other games that are delayed due to covid-19 wasteland 3 was moved from may to august and minecraft dungeons got moved out of april to may 26th We'll see if it keeps that one. Minecraft Dungeons looks a lot like Diablo, which I said when we saw it. But then I saw it get played because it had a beta weekend or something, a closed beta weekend maybe. And I watched once again Ray play it. It looked really smooth and really good. I mean, basically what we saw anyway. But I was just like, "Holy Minecraft Diablo!"
3: Yeah, I'll probably check it out. I like Minecraft.
2: Um, I might check it out like on GameFast or something. But I'm not about to press buy. Just because I would rest, at that point, I'd rather play Diablo. Yeah, I noticed. Listen, we're not to that point of the show yet.
3: Yeah, blame, blame Todd.
2: <laughs> the
3: Outer Worlds Switch port will launch on June 5th, bringing the popular space RPG to Nintendo's consoles. Uh, console. Well,
2: technically, it's consoles, I guess, if you consider the light. I mean, they're both still the Switch, though.
3: Uh, The Outer Worlds physical release will include a Day 1 patch that could be up to 6 gigs in size, according to a blog post published by Obsidian Entertainment. Uh, The Day 1 patch will include additional high-resolution textures and other fixes to ensure the Switch
2: port will be stable. Hopefully it does come out. Yeah. I I mean, mean, that was just a port, so it shouldn't be as bad. It's a port, Uh,
3: and they were originally planning... To do just digital. Right, and
2: Outer Worlds is a good game. Yeah. Minus the things you've heard me say negative about about it on here. It was still a good game. Faux Shizzle. Not great, not terrible, but, you know, a good game. Number five, QuakeCon, the annual fan convention and tournament dedicated to the legendary first-person shooter game, has been canceled due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. The convention has been held every year for the past 24 years in Dallas, Texas, making the official 25th anniversary celebration the first QuakeCon to be canceled in the event's history. It was to be held in August. So good news, eventually we will still get the 25th celebration, I assume, at some point. Yeah. Always blows my mind that QuakeCon still happens.
3: Apparently I do have Modern Warfare 2 in here. You son of a bitch. I do not recall. I don't know. I've been drinking a lot of alcohol past couple days. <laughs> a lot of beer. I've been drinking way more beer than usual. It's kind of weird. Um I've debated.
2: I I drank one night. grabbed mm-hmm. a bottle of Coke and did some vanilla vodka Coke. Drank quite a bit of that. It's pretty good. But yeah. I did not get to the I got to the like the my I'm warm and happy phase, but I didn't even get to my Buzzed phase. Yeah. Because I wasn't drinking heavily. I was drinking responsibly. And I have no more beer because I drank all that. That's kind of impressive. There's a lot. Yeah, but I mean one a day. It really one a day and I had it for a month and a half, I mean. I I finished that before the quarantine it's, happened. That ruined me. We're gonna we're gonna go off on a tangent here. Oh, it's obscene okay.
3: how cheap kegs are right now.
2: Yeah, I don't have a way to have a growler just stashed somewhere or a kegerator. Friend, mutual friend, acquaintance.
3: <laughs> don't call. Bought, don't call him a friend. <laughs> bought a sixel of switchback. Okay, all right. For fifty dollars, what gets better? I don't know if you're familiar with this one, but it's pretty popular. We can it's fit a West a Coast beer. We can fit a few of those in the car. He also got a sixel of Hopnosh.
2: From, it's okay. a West
3: Coast IPA.
2: Yeah, I, I believe I've seen it before.
3: Usually very expensive.
2: $38. Listen, I have a garage and a bay that's not being used. How much beer do you want to put in there?
3: You can get
2: a half keg, which if you're unacquainted
3: with the keg system, what we what is actually called a half keg, we know of in the States is a full keg. Yeah. Yeah. You can
2: get a or keg. Weak.
3: You can get a keg of UC. Granted, it's UC. Oh yeah, fifty dollars. There's a honest, hundred and sixty beers.
2: Me, to me, that's what it's worth.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think a hundred. I think it's a hundred and sixty. Somewhere around there. There's about. I'll say a hundred fifty. There's a hundred and fifty beers in a half keg.
2: So is 50, this just $50. like dollars? Easily findable. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I talked to. We talked to some people. At I'm, our, I'm literally messaging my friend right now, who's a UC fan. I'm just gonna tell her whole keg. 50 bucks
3: there's um (laughs) the local beer distributor apparently the bars since they most of them are closed or only even takeout, can't pick up their normal orders of kegs they can't purchase them basically so and there there would also be no reason to them Mm -hmm. all these distributors are like we got to sell this shit so they're just like literally like bargain bin prices All right, moving on. Um, after years of speculation, a remastered version of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's single-player campaign is finally here, bringing an enhanced version of one of the most iconic FPS games of the late 2000s. Uh, the enhanced version of Modern Warfare 2 only includes a single-player campaign. The remastered version adds high definition visuals, audio improvements to the original story from 2009, according to a blog post by Activision. The game is available digitally on PS4 for 19.99 and will be a timed exclusive until April 30th when it launches on PC and Xbox One, though. Pre-orders are currently not available at this time. Faux shizzle. Interesting. Interesting. I guess. It seems like a waste of time to me, but what do I know? I'm just the peon
2: who buys games. Yeah, I mean, if you keep buying those games, you're just going to keep remastering the old ones. Number seven. UK-based publisher Future has closed official Xbox magazine. Eurogamer reports that the magazine was shut down last week and the remaining team let go. OXM had been running for more than 18 years, having launched in November of 2001, around the debut of the original Xbox. The end of an era. It is. Print media will soon be dead. And now OXM is another one to fall. It sucks for those people, but I'm surprised they weren't. Maybe they were already all digital. I don't know. It, I don't know either, but I, it's been a I while think, since I've they seen also them probably, around. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen them around, but I also think they probably – Xbox might have put everything in-house at that point instead of having the official Xbox magazine. They might have just pulled everything in and done their own stuff at that point. So Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely interesting to. I do miss the days of like flipping through a magazine. Sometimes it's nice, but I mean, let's be honest. Once you're through it, once it it, that's mm. it. It's done. You don't need it again, for sure. And that's why I never like. I have a st- I I hate that I even have it, but I have a stack I think somewhere of Sports Illustrated. Okay, whatever. Like it, it's all a waste. If mm-hmm. I had them all digitally or whatever, that'd be different. Yeah. But just having them all around, it just kind of doesn't do anything for me. Sometimes it's cool to be like, ooh, let's see what it was back then and stuff like that. But it's like I could just do the exact same thing if somebody scanned one in digitally and flipped back. So Mm -hmm. It's, It's more surprising the ones you still see around for game magazines. I think Game Informer still is out there. They can't be long for this world. You'd think. <laughs> GameStop's current direction, you'd think. I think they're still out there. I don't, know, I don't now now I don't know what that's saying. Now. Unsure. Sorry if I offended. Bethesda's global senior vice
3: president of marketing and communications, Pete Hines. They need to come up with a better name for that.
2: They should just call him Bethesda's Pete Hines. Yeah. Because he is the man, the myth, and the legend. He is just one step shy of oil tycoon Todd Howard.
3: (laughs) Pete Hines has announced via Twitter that his team will not be among the publishers hosting a digital showcase to fill the void of E3 this summer. Quote, given the many challenges we're facing due to the pandemic, we will not host the digital showcase in June. We have lots of exciting things to share about our games and look forward to telling you more in the coming months. (laughs) Everywhere, so I don't know. I mean, definitely Marcy. Yeah. Sorry, we're having a separate
2: conversation via cell phone. Yep. So the... uh, Interesting. I wonder if they also just weren't going to have... I mean, like what what are we going to see? What do we really have to show? Was it a lot of nothing again? Because I feel like that's probably where we were headed. I mean, their cycle just had new Wolfenstein, just had everything new. Your next cycle is... Elder Scrolls, Starlink, blah, blah, blah. That's so. Do you not want to talk? Because that might be what you should do anyway. So, doom, doom DLC, be, maybe,
3: and stuff like that. It should be right, Starfield, then Elder Scrolls, I think, yeah, is what. Yes, the plan because was. they
2: said this is coming before Elder Scrolls. So, yeah. you on the same engine, just to remind you guys, yeah, same engine. Just please don't say that because you're going to set me off. I'm going to have a whole rant about how Larry's keeping the creation engine alive. <laughs> is the one fucking guy that's built himself now into the machine.
3: Yeah. Just in the closet somewhere. Yeah,
2: with little wires coming out of him because he is now one with it. Except every time you open the closet it's just kill me. They just throw food and water in and leave. The this I think this E3 for Bethesda was setting up to be like the one 2 years ago when they did the theme park landscape Mm-hmm. And everybody left kind of like Like what did we see? Yeah, like disappointed questioning everything, and Andrew WK came out and was like, wait a minute, no, that wasn't that year, that was the year after, but I, I can't believe that I think it was the year after, yeah, because that was Rage Two year. Or maybe it was But yeah, the theme park year where everybody we all came out and were like, so we got a couple of DLCs and, and pray. Okay. Like I think that's basically where we were headed it was Doom DLC. Fallout 4 or Fallout 76 more things and then here's what we've kind of been working on you guys like Elder Scrolls the art MMO you guys like Elder Scrolls blades well it's on the switch and blah 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 so I
3: can't believe that um Fallout 76 is still chugging
2: still chugging they finally put NPCs in the game who'd have thought that was a good idea oh everybody at launch oh boy number nine In an unusual move, Square Enix has released the game early. No. (laughs) (laughs) Haha. Once again, I make joke before I read (laughs) story. In an unusual move, Square Enix has decided to ship Final Fantasy VII Remake earlier than planned in select regions. A statement released via Twitter attributes the decision to the disruption caused by COVID-19. In an effort to avoid delivery delays, Square Enix has decided to, quote, ship the game far earlier than usual to Europe and Australia, end quote. Far earlier means on time, probably.
3: I think their plan (laughs) is to start it significantly earlier so that it gets there. On time. time.
2: (laughs) We're going to start shipping it early and then hope it gets there on time, which Square Enix will still be delayed by two days. And then only if you live in Europe and Australia – and then you'll play through the first 10 seconds of it and be wondering about where the rest of the game is. So, huzzah! Zing Boom got him. Got him. I wonder how many people are going to be like trying to trans like change their PlayStation IDs and shit to Europe and Australia, switch their console locations to be trying to play the game. I think it's just physical copies. So, hey man, never know. You never know. People are stupid.
3: Uh, Sony Corporation (laughs) has established a global relief fund pouring $100 million into supporting those affected by the spread of coronavirus. An initial $10 million will be devoted to the COVID 19 Solidarity Response Fund by the World Health Organization, United Nations Foundation, and Swiss Philanthropy, as well as Doctors Without Borders, UNICEF, and the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. That's a lot of organizations. Uh, These represent the first of three pillars Sony will be concentrating on distributing this fund, namely frontline medical workers and organizations helping with response efforts to the virus. The other two pillars will be educators that must now work remotely and the children they support, as well as the members of the creative community in the entertainment industry. Sony has several interests impacted in the latter, including delayed film releases. Although the company does not expect the pandemic to affect the planned launch of PlayStation Five later this year,
2: just the games going up to it.
3: <laughs> yep. Sony is now exploring ways to use X technologies to support educational activities and work with remote educators on implementing this. It is also looking for options to support up and coming creators across music, film, games, and animation. That have been affected by cancellation or postponement of events or productions. Good guy Sony, doing good guy things, trying. Right, trying. It's a good. It's a good effort. It's a good start. It's a good start. We'll see uh, if anything comes to fruition. We'll see. We'll see if it carries.
2: Yet more Sony news. Starting on the 30th of June, the PS3 will no longer be able to send messages to other platforms, such as the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. <laughs> Remember that thing? Nor will it be able to receive them. The last-gen platform can still trade messages between PC- PS3 consoles.
3: I'm assuming it's a are, back-end thing. We
2: are beginning to excommunicate the PS3. Hush, hush. You go over there now and die. It does kind of make sense. The PS3 is... They, they have made PS3 island. Yeah. Um. Yeah, poor PS3. I mean, it started itself out in a in an unhealthy light. So I've seen multiple rumor stories
3: about the price, speaking of PS3, of the price of the PS5. And this is what I love. The first story... It was it was a rumor based on you know some other country's leak thing. Yeah,
2: Germany's Target store ad. Yeah. The first country or whatever had that it whatever listed, that one store is not, is is it Germany that always has a leaked listing like five months a, out.
3: France does one of all time. too. Yeah, oh
2: yeah, France is pretty bad. Um, Canada, Walmart Canada is good for games. Yep.
3: The first price was sixteen hundred dollars. A couple days later, I saw uh, another rumor story that was like, "Oh, another leaked price, Three ninety nine.
2: And I just love like the run up to console releases where it's just like, it's it's not even, it's not even rumors is the best part. It's people just throwing shit at a yeah, wall, just like no. and hoping they got the number right before it gets revealed.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I stand
2: on the ground that it is not going cheaper than four ninety nine. There's my shit at the wall. I don't remember.
3: We've had this conversation multiple we said, times. We've all said
2: four ninety nine, and then if it went cheaper, the only cheaper it can go is four forty nine. And it's because it's a uh, launch at four ninety nine, but they're cutting fifty dollars off at like the beginning for yeah, and like soak it up. Yeah, promotional things are just being like it's MSRP is four ninety nine, but if you buy right now, we include this game, and it's only four forty nine. You still have to buy the extra controller and 19 other things, though, you need to play it. Because we don't give a shit about you. (laughs) That's fair. I mean... Fans will
3: get an opportunity to play Riot's Overwatch meets Counter-Strike game Valorant. Is that how you say that? Valorant? That is Valorant. The developer announced that a closed beta will be launched on April 7th. It's not clear just how big the beta will be or how long it will last. I don't know if they said anything since. But Riot says the, per- the prospective players will need to link their Riot and Twitch accounts to be eligible. I don't know if that's true. Yes. Okay. It is. The developer explained, quote, When closed beta activates in your region, watch specific Valorant streams highlighted on Twitch for the opportunity to be entitled for closed beta access, end quote. The beta will be available to players in Canada, Europe, Russia, Turkey, and the United States. According to Valorant executive producer Anna Donlan, the limited number of regions is due to the ongoing pandemic. We I watched literally a hot minute of it. I'm sure you've watched more. You said
2: uh, about maybe th- 45 to an hour more than you have.
3: Looks good. Hot it take. What's like the hot take, Nate? Give us your hot take.
2: Looks, looks like it could be... That true hot take looks like it could be a new a new, winner, hot, winner. a new hot shit. New hot shit. And potentially last longer than 30 days.
3: I saw a minute of it, maybe two, whatever we watched. It was, more, it was more than
2: two minutes, but yeah, I know what you mean.
3: It definitely... I mean, clearly the art style is a different direction, but it looks like Counter-Strike. It the the movements seem like Counter Strike,
2: yeah, very tactical.
3: Yes, and like the maps are very
2: Counter Strike, small arenas, Mm -hmm. real bullets really kill. So um,
3: I mean, it'll definitely attract people. I think
2: I'm intrigued. I'm going to try to get into the closed beta because I just Mm -hmm. I want to at least mess around with it a little bit and see what's up. Yeah. So what what is was interesting to me was
3: the little bit of the abilities I saw. The combos looked really interesting, and they didn't seem to be... Because the maps are so like enclosed and narrow, they're not overly effective to the
2: point of being overpowered. Not yet. Not yet. We'll but see. Riot is... At launch, I think they'll be okay, but Riot is notoriously terrible if they introduced a new champion they just of going... It's fine, it's totally not broken, and then two seconds later going or two weeks later when the patches come out again, they go, Okay, it was way broken, and we nerfed them into the ground. And you're like, mm-hmm. You just need to release it when it's balanced. Yep. Number thirteen. According to Kotaku, Gearbox has informed a number of its developers that the Borderlands 3 bonuses they had been expecting would be greatly reduced. The website spoke with six developers at the studio, some of whom said employees had been promised a bonus of at least $100,000. Three of the employees Kotaku spoke to said they were in a meeting where Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford explained that the bonuses would be significantly smaller than expected because the game ran over budget, didn't meet the company's internal sales projections, and because Gearbox had expanded its team, including opening a new studio in Quebec. The bonus cuts may have been particularly disheartening to developers as the website says more than a dozen current and former Gearbox staff told them that the studio pays below average salaries for the games industry with the idea that its profit-sharing bonus payments make up for that. Pitchford reportedly told those who didn't like the change that they were free to quit. I always love those quotes out of CEOs. If you don't like it, you can leave. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Borderlands 3 was the fastest-selling title in the history of publisher 2K Games and sold nearly 8 million copies from its September 2019 launch through the end of the year. While 2K Parent Take-Two Interactive said the game exceeded expectations at launch, its most recent earnings report mentioned that the company had lowered its expectations of the game for the fiscal year. In addition to the news of reduced bonuses, the Kotaku report also cites two people familiar with the studio's plans as saying that Gearbox has been planning to go public. Interesting. The plot thickens. Interesting. If you're under Take-Two's umbrella and you try to go public, you will be slapped. I thought it was an interesting little thing. It's definitely interesting, but... I want to know what your internal sales projections were if eight million didn't make it. Yeah. Was it fifteen million? Like I think eight million is pretty
3: good. Especially when you're considering it's the fastest selling game in your publisher.
2: Right. And eight, like what were your other what were the launches of Borderlands one and two? I can't I I can't think they were above eight million. I don't think so. I think this was the best selling one by far yeah so like what were you expecting internal sales numbers to be fifteen million? like double that because even if you missed it by a million, maybe two million. I wouldn't think your cuts would be as tragic as you're discussing. I'm assuming we're gonna get a a flood of stories of like mass exodus of
3: developers from from gearbox now because like it's 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 kind of reminds me of Rockstar. like you don't work you work at Rockstar a because it's Rockstar. Right. But they do the profit sharing thing too. So if you're there for a long time, you do your job, you get paid bank.
2: Yeah, and because it's Rockstar, when they drop a game other than like with the joke that became L.A. Noir, and even that sold yeah. well, they don't miss usually. When they no. swing, no. They do damage.
3: The some of the stuff that I left out was because it was a lengthy piece, was... Um, but Gearbox doesn't. That's the thing. Well, If Gearbox even, swings... Even on their last Borderlands games, and that's why a lot of developers were upset, was on their la- on the la- previous games, they were given profit share bonuses that allowed them to buy houses with cash.
2: Yeah. And that's why is, they were
3: like, oh, this is going to be great.
2: Which is insane at the same time, because pre sequel sucked. Like, I don't... Here's the thing. I don't know their what went profit wrong
3: shared, because their profit. Let me tell you, their profit share was a battleborn. <laughs> like because when they, when they, for a profits for a game, the company takes sixty percent, and then the forty percent is spread out between the rest of the staff, essentially based on
2: uh, seniority.
3: So that's a lot of fucking money.
2: Yeah, it is. And when they're just like, you know, "We're gonna cut that," and if you don't like it, quit. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot. It, it it would take me a lot to quit my current job, but if there was a statement that was made of like, if you don't like it, then leave, I'd be having a real conversation where I go, "Okay, so who do I need to talk to to leave?" Like, yeah. And when they go, "What are you serious?" I go, "Yeah, you're not gonna tell me that and expect me to stick around. Are you insane?" But it's throw it's, that talent away. It's not worth it. Just throw it away. And see how that works out for you. And throw it away to do what? What is Gearbox without Borderlands going forward? Battleborn worked out great. I That was their game, right? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, I, I don't want to keep shitting on them for Battleborn if it's not their game. I got to just do a quick uh, Googling. That was uh, it for Battle the news, by developed the Developed by Gearsbox, yeah. Battleborn was great. No, it wasn't. It sucked. There's a reason it doesn't exist anymore, and it barely did anything. So if you want to say that you sank money into that project, and you can't pay your bonuses on three, that's literally not how that works either. So yeah. I don't understand. How far over budget did you go? Who's the person that, if you went that far over budget, you're supposed to have somebody watching that project, aren't you, to make sure it doesn't go over budget? So maybe they're the ones that should take the hit? Like, I don't know. There's... I'm not the CEO of a giant company, nor am I the financial department of a giant company. I'm not either of those things. I am a tiny man. <laughs> so that was it for the
3: news. True Baker's Dozen this week.
2: We're not that show.
3: Well, a Baker's Dozen is a thing. It's, I, it's I just know. a thing. You know? I know. I know it's an actual thing. Just, just saying. Lucky we'll number never, 13. We'll never
2: be beyond. All right. Lucky Dead.
3: number 13. They killed it. Lucky number 13. I don't care if it still exists. All
2: right. Shall, Shall we move to some deals, Meshu? Deals. What do deals. you got for deals? I got some deals. I got some deals for you because it's the beginning of the month, which means that PlayStation Plus has two new free games called Uncharted 4 and Dirt Rally 2. I think those are two pretty good games. Yeah, that is that is a good game. Xbox Games with Gold. Is gonna have Project Cars 2 available from April 1st to the 30th on Xbox One. Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle available April 16th to May 15th on Xbox One. Fable Anniversary available from April 1st to the 15th on Xbox One and Xbox 360. And Toy Box Turbos available April 16th to the 30th on Xbox One and Xbox 360. I hate Xbox games with gold. Release times every time because it makes things way more confusing. Unless I read them in full sentences for you. Twitch Prime has its new games out. Twitch Prime constantly always has loot. But the games they recycle. Or they they recycle. They cycle new games in every month to give you away. If you have Amazon Prime. That means you have Twitch Prime. And it also means if you redeem your Twitch Prime. You can get these free games. Turok. Etherborn. Etherborn. One of the two. Light Matter. Earthlock. And Kathy Rain. So there you go. Boom. You got, some, you got more things you can play. for oh, shizzle. Do you want me to hit you with that uh, Is
1: it Humble different?
3: Bundle Conquer COVID-19 bundle? Yeah. Didn't know that was a thing. Go for it. <clears throat> You'll like this one. I'm sure I will, like most things Humble Bundle does. Pay $30 or more, and you get Into the Breach, Undertale. Good game.
2: Into the Breach. Good game. Undertale. Good game. Hollow Knight. Good game.
3: Wizard of Legend. Unsure. Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. A hysterical game. The Witness. Good game. Super Hot.
2: Great game. We'll hear more about that later. A program called Tilt Brush by Google. Don't know it, but I assume... Maybe that's the VR one that you can do the, the painting in? Yep.
3: I think... Maybe. I don't know if it's VR. Yeah, it is. It's got VR on it. Yep.
2: Uh, Lego Batman
3: 3 Beyond Gotham. Good game. Killing Floor 2. Good game. Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy Remastered. I have no idea. Darksiders 2 Definitive Death Definitive Edition. <laughs> yeah, You see what they did there? Because, like, death is a character. Darksiders Warmastered Edition. Sniper Elite 3. This is the Police. Good game. Good game. The Jack Party Pack 2. The oh. Jackbox Party Pack 2. Great collection of games. This is a killer bundle. Uh, Stick Fight, the game. That solid. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons.
2: Funny game. Not Well, not truly funny, but it's... Uh, I believe you control uh, one brother with one thumbstick and the other brother with the other thumbstick, so it mm-hmm. gets a little little hand-eye coordination for you. Party Hard. Great game. Worms Revolution. Also great game.
3: Europa... Of the Europe, U-
2: universe, yeah, Europa, Urnivalis. Yes, that Urivalis. one. Uh, four? Four. Yep. <laughs> it's always four. <laughs> Tropico four? Tropico, you can make yourself a racist, bipolar, Tourette's dictator.
3: GNOG. Also, Tropico four. There's
2: five. Why would he use that one? What? I don't know. G N don't know what that, Gong. Is. GNOG? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I had listening dyslexia. Uh,
3: broken age? Good game brutal legend there you go get some jack Black in there psycho James willems you're welcome Double fine adventure more double fine Pac-Man championship uh, is that an actual pac man game Pac-Man championship edition two I think it's yeah I think they guess. are yeah uh something
2: I believe I know the game you're talking about looks like a silly game yes, world of goo. Okay. Super don't Hexagon. Don't know that one either. V V V V V V V V V V, v is a. If you want to throw your head against the wall, it's the game where uh, you basically just jump up and down. I don't know if we're gonna be able to make it through this whole list. I'm Not gonna lie, dude. We have so much time. We, we're <laughs> an unlimited time podcast. There's where you, uh, you kind of are just falling, and then you have to like switch. Oh, that makes sense. With. Uh, there's just jaggies everywhere and you have Mm -hmm. to you can switch gravity to like maneuver the game gets unbelievably hard and watching people run it is insane it's one of the games when it comes up in uh, awesome games done quick or summer games done quick I'm like sure I'll watch it but holy hell am I never playing it Hacknet Hacknet fun times if you like sitting at a command terminal and uh, spoilers I do A Mortician's Tale
3: I don't know it A Good Snowman is Hard to Build
2: that is technically true
3: uh magica
2: oh yeah okay good game
3: rebuild three gangs
2: of deadsville don't know that one agents of mayhem interesting game it's not bad but holy shit did it get raked when it came
3: out ducati 90th anniversary looks like a motorcycle racing game i would expect it with ducati speed brawl don't know it. hives swap act one Alien, Spidey, Stealth Inc. 2, A Game of Chaos, Lost Winds, Zombotron. No idea. All right, so that's all the games you get for $30. That's all for $30. Oh, there's more, just not. That's all for games. Oh, okay. Holy shit, that's a lot. All right, now we get some various books. Some of them are rule sets for different uh, D&D campaigns. Uh, Starfinder, uh, Packed Worlds Campaign, uh, the Art of Captivating Conversation. Um, <laughs> I love, Lock- they're, love they're giving people that book during quarantine. <laughs> Lock and Key, Volume 1, Welcome to Lovecraft. Journeys Through Time and Space, Five Classic Novels of Science, Fiction, and Fantasy. Coping Skills. <laughs> Tool and Techniques for Every Stressful Situation. The Mood Elevator. Alright, looks like it's a whole slew of uh, self-help books. Prisoners of of Our Thoughts. Uh, Fairy Tale, Happy's Adventure, Volume 1, The Army of Darkness, one uh, Ash, the author. I don't know. It's an Army of Darkness book. Red Sonia Petitioning the Queen, The Boys, Volume 1, The Name of the Game, Uh, Oblivion Song, Volume 1, Saga, Volume 1, Spawn Origins, Volume 1, Undiscovered Country. Uh, I don't know what that is, actually. Anyways. Uh, Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Criminal Coward, another book. Nowhere Men, Volume 1. Actually, they're both uh, graphic novels. Mindfulness for Kids. Uh, Automate the Boring Stuff with Python.
2: Hey, start coding. Python, easy. Well, easy. It's a simpler language. And yes, start automating things. Lumberjanes, The Infernal Compass.
3: Crosswords of Wisdom. Crosswords of Wisdom, Volume 2. Animal Kind. Music Maker, EDM Edition. And that's everything. That is a lot of things. For $30 hairs. $30 hairs. You can't go wrong. That's that's crazy because like the first couple games we
2: mentioned, there you go. There's your $30. Yeah, that, that within that first 10 $30 is spent. Easily. E- easily. Easily.
3: I think The Witness by itself is normally $30, if not more. So it's... Uh, so far, they're up to uh, four point three million dollars for charity.
2: Give them more money. Um, it, they
3: did list where where that's going to because it is for COVID. It's usually always at the bottom um, unless they have it at the top. Direct Relief, International Rescue Committee, Doctors Without Borders, Partners in Health, um, and I think there's some more as well.
2: Good, 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 good. The goody. So now, shall we move to our personal time? Yeah, where are we the at fire, the, time the fireside chat. I don't care. Okay. Hey, this is a, this is a pandemic. We can run long. All right. But people want entertainment, so we're gonna give it to them in the form of a fireside chat moment of part of our thing. I'm not gonna go get polio and sit in a wheelchair, but that I digress. Um. Actually, speaking of polio, I think there was a case that came up probably maybe within the last year or something somewhere that somebody got contracted with polio and we're like how we had we got rid of that yeah same thing with the measles in italy but that's just a bunch of anti-vax people i don't want to discuss that it's been 7 days roughly since i've seen you what have you been up to gaming uh, booking dealing with people wise or lack thereof
3: haven't read any books uh, i've been just watching my normal Uh, anime, routine, regimen, um, really, this baseball anime is fantastic, this volleyball (laughs) anime is fantastic, like, I literally can't get enough of them, the new episodes are so fucking good, and it's infuriating, because I have to wait a, excuse me, I have to wait a week for a new episode, because they're both in their fucking tournaments, so like, the baseball, like the it's team. a Big big important moments. Yep. The teams hitting in hitting their big spring tournament. You know, the main character got the ace number. He's like he's living life. Not doing so hot right now at the moment, but who gives a fuck? Uh volleyball, they're also at their nationals tournaments. They're fucking crushing folks. It's great. Um character development's fantastic. You know. Can't wait. Uh new volleyball uh, new volleyball episode tomorrow morning, actually.
1: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash acast and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash acast, code ACAST.
3: Yeah, I think it's just been games, man. Just games. Games isn't a bad games. thing. Games games, games mean, for games. you.
2: Games for you is usually null and void. You have you
3: usually have nothing. It's been a whack game week for me. Um what the fuck? So we played a little bit more of um, of Dead War.
2: We did play another mission in Dead War.
3: Yeah. Uh, the consensus seems to be that uh, Nate's nasty with the combos. Oh
2: yeah, the yeah. combo points. Uh, I can you rack get up points them.
3: for your kills, but there's like a combo thing. So you basically have to like chain kills together um, in various means. I am not good at that.
2: Clearly. Yeah, not it's just it's the. It might be like a 10 second runoff from your last kill to keep the combo going mm-hmm. and I ended up getting a really stupid scenario during our one mission where I dropped an artillery strike on a bunch of zombies and that just kept counting up
3: Yeah, so. it was like the crescendo of the mission so like it was like hordes and hordes of of zombies and you know he had to like he had stacked artillery placements basically hey. on perfect hey.
2: perfect spots okay all right I thought you were about to say it on purpose. I was like, I did not do that on purpose. I had to run back into the room, well, get ammo, and then. Here's it the was funny out thing before
3: you landed yours, I ran through with one, shot it, it bounced off the wall and landed in the building. And then <laughs> your two came in, and the artillery started raining down, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Son um,
2: of a bitch. So. So there was that. Um I, even, I just, the funny thing though, even with those combos, we were still not that far off in kills. Like total kill difference. Yeah, I know. Was not that far off. Mm-hmm. Just that the combo score of me doing all of my kills directly in succession mm-hmm. was stupid or they're yeah, more stupid than I think it's a playstyle difference thing. Oh, 100% because I actually see the combo meter on the side of my screen and I'm like, I'll switch to my pistol just to keep that thing going because as long as you hit even if you don't kill, as long as you hit a zombie, mm-hmm. it'll refresh the timer on it. Yeah, I
3: don't I clearly don't pay attention to it and I run around like a crazy person. Like I'm just running around like, Yeah, we're playing like, we're playing a sniper boop, elite style around, game and yet meanwhile boop, you and I both have around. like pistols and shotguns out yeah. just Um I started playing Doom, the first one. I downloaded it to possibly move on to Doom Eternal. I guess I'm not. I'm not that far into it. I guess. Like, I don't even I mean, you know. Might, you might not be. I don't even know how to like register how I th- far in. Th- I think am. I
2: was only twelve to sixteen hours for total completion for like mm-hmm. my beating of the campaign, which is total completion for me because I'm not going to run back through yeah. the multiples.
3: Uh, it's not as good as I thought it was going to be, and I'm not enjoying, well, I don't want to say that. I'm, I'm not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. Um, I don't know if it's just, I'm trying to juggle too many games at once, like, because that's not my thing. Like, that's not normally what I do. So I don't know if I'm having a hard time going back and forth between game styles. Um, uh, there was something else on PC I was playing. But I, I'm having, like, a struggle with Doom for some reason. Like, it's the fucking shield people piss me off. And, like, I don't, like... I can't tell that I'm taking a lot of damage most of the time until, like, I'm all of a sudden... Until dead.
2: you're too far, yeah.
3: Yeah, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have been paying attention to that. Uh, so I'm still trying to get that down. I think I'm going to try to power through it, even though I'm not, like, having a fucking blast. But... Um, I played the Stanley Parable.
2: Uh, I did a couple of the endings. I didn't do all of them because there's too many. There are a lot. And there's also, I think, an a achievement for not playing the game for five years. It also is funny that you have now played the Stanley Parable. Yeah. game's been out for years. Yeah. And it yeah. is a solidly uh, entertaining narrative.
3: It is. I like that I could speed through and do a bunch of endings
2: and... Like, just dip on it. Yeah, like, the minutes. longest ending might take you 30 to 45 minutes, I think. I think. There's a four-hour one. Oh, okay.
3: There's a four-hour one. <laughs> There's one where you got to do the fucking baby for four hours. Oh, God. Like the flame, you know what I'm talking about? The baby or the fire. Yeah, I think so. You have to do that for four hours. I didn't do it. I looked it up on YouTube. because I was like, is it worth it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and then I went into VR after that. I I, I did buy an Oculus Rift S. Um, and that came in three ninety nine. Sunday three ninety nine, and I like. I've been like my wife played it. I wanted Nate to play it because I need a barometer, basically. Because like I, I bought it. I hooked it up. I set it up. I played it with a couple different games, and I was like pretty blown away at the price per performance that you get on it. Essentially,
2: yeah. Um, and we've both played, well, we played the OG Vive. Yep, OG Vive. And the PSVR. I think the two, at their time, the two kings of both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Low and high. Um, Without counting, like, Google Cardboard. <laughs> yeah.
3: I got it for Half-Life Alyx. Um, and that's predominantly what I've been playing. We I tried out Beat Saber, and I tried out Superhot. Nate has since played more Beat Saber and more Super Hot than I have. (laughs) Um, But it runs great. Uh, I don't have, like, I just upgraded my PC, but it's not by no means like a top-of-the-line computer. It's mid-grade. I would consider it Um, mid-grade. Everything runs really good on it. Everything looks good. You do have to fiddle with the headset to get it, you know, comfortable and also in your, like, sweet spot. But, you know, that's... From my understanding of what I've read online, that's true of all headsets. Uh, and that's what I've been doing. Half-Life Alex is blowing me away. I can't wait to play more
2: of it. I can't wait for you to play more either.
3: Yep. And then after that, um, I think I'm going to dip Hell into the Sims. Geez. The Sims Racing uh, to see what that's all about with the headset. Man, the Sims Racing. Do they speak in Sim... <laughs> yeah. Sim Racing, I should say. Not Sims Racing. But Simulation sim- Racing. Sim Racing. You're going to get an iRacing account? You can do it that way? I think no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just curious. I'm gonna stick with the responsible thing. Like I I'm wanted get- to do Half-Life Alex, so I bought Thrift S because that seemed to be the best bang for Buck. That was the responsible choice. I it was really hard to make that choice because the Vi- the index
2: It's just right there. And the
3: Vive Pros and like all those other fancy ones were staring right at me. But so I think I'm gonna get like Project Cars two or a set of Corsa or whatever. Does Corsa have VR support?
2: It does. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if it did. I know Project Cars two did because mm-hmm. I have one. So,
3: so I'm gonna do that and play with the controller and be like, interesting. If I get, if I like
2: the, I feel like you. I that's gonna be so risky because I feel like you might like it more with the steering wheel. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, I know that's gonna be the case, but.
1: You know, if it is just, it worth it? Yeah. It's my thing.
2: Well, if you wanted to do that, I could just download for next week, whatever. You can just bring just the headset. Mm-hmm. Granted, I won't have the Oculus stuff on my PC, but I don't know if you need that. But I could just download. You do, but it's a small download. I can just download Project Cars onto my machine, which mm-hmm. comes with the VR support, and you could just see it straight up right then.
3: Yeah, well, I'll think about that. Um, it's a doable thing. Because my my original plan with the headset was to buy it, play Half Life Alex, you know, play some other games, and then sell it while while the value is still high on it. Yeah. Um, because I don't, I didn't think I would get as much use out of it as you, you know, it would wouldn't be as valuable to right. me, right? And keep. probably truly only lose
2: fifty dollars, which would basically be the cost of Half Life Alex, and you know. yeah. Um. So that's where I'm at with life. I don't know. That hey, you know what? That's the most productive week you've had in Gamers 2 all of 2020. Yeah, I mean there's So you know, round of
3: applause. Thank you. Thank you. Uh hopefully, I mean my plan my plan for Can we
2: watch more Watch and baggage? Let's let's I mean that I do enjoy that show a lot. That should be on watch and Baggage with John Boy and Jake. First off, we already know we have a man crush on John Boy and Jake. Mm-hmm. I feel I appreciate like we, them we as would, people. I appreciate, I appreciate them as appreciate people. Their relationship, their relationship, and their demeanor and mm. jokes. It it is us. I think. I think we are very similar in certain ways. Mm. Um, and when they started doing their watching baggage, Matt and I immediately were both like, "Wait, we know that show. That show is great and That's terrible for right. all the same reasons that they love it." And so they started doing watchovers of old episodes and now Matt and I have been sunk in. I think we talked about it when we first started watching. We'll watch, we'll make our own bets on the episode as it's going through the episode and then we watched four or five episodes with Sam one night. Yep. She loved and it. And she was all into She too.
3: was wicked into it. She was a really I love I love when I know she's going to like something and she's like super hesitant about it and you know she doesn't want to like it but she's Yeah, just yeah. Because once you tell
2: in. once you tell her you're like you're going to like this and she's like no no I'm not. Yeah. No, just because you say I will no I won't do yeah. it. And then immediately she's like, I just don't want to choose anybody. I'm like, that's not the point of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you have to choose somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, that's up there for
3: our entertainment factors. For sure. For sure. Uh, definitely one of those things, like, if you're – just check it out. Check out an episode.
2: Yeah. it It's not good. Like, no. John Boy and Jake version of it is, is good because they're just commenting on the show itself. Hmm. The show itself is not good. It is – a bad game show for all intents and purposes, yeah. but it is very of the time from yep. when it was filmed. It is locked in its time chamber where it would not fly today in 2020. But also, it is just fun to play along with.
3: Yeah, it's fun to make fun of. It's fun to get yeah. in and, and you like, know. these
2: losers. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, Matt's like, I also want to make a baggage episode with you on it. And I'm just <laughs> like, I oh, just please don't.
3: Uh I mean I think it'd be fun.
2: I think it'd be really entertaining. I just I think when this whole thing's over we should just go to a bar and play like a local bar versions of, of baggage. So like you just get a few random people around and you're like, all right, reveal, had- reveal a small item about your about yourself. And it just kinda goes around <laughs> and you're like, uh alright, you two are out, i will buy shots for you two. I was and just then gonna do say- it that way. <laughs>
3: I was just gonna say, if I had a bar, I'd I'd do a baggage night, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I <laughs> have a
0: bar.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, poof, 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 mine mind just getting blown. Like karaoke night will be baggage night. I will a hundred I won't even compete. I will just show up every single night to beat the guy in the crowd at the bar going, Yeah! Woo <laughs> <laughs> Just the one insane person in the bar. They're actually, probably the only person there because nobody else is gonna know what baggage is. They won't, but once they find it Come out. Come watch a game terrible game. Gating, dating game show. Uh, yeah. it's Fun times, though. Yeah. So what have you been up to? So a you, lot. I know. There's been a lot going on in your life. There has been a lot going on. As far on. as the video games go. Well, I mean, there's been a lot just going on. I mean, still trying to deal with work things when I can. And, you know, that's a conversation I'm not going to have on a podcast. But uh, when I stop working, I take long walks out in the woods. <laughs> I found a ruffled grouse today. Before you start, <laughs> let me just say the other
3: weird thing I did in my life was oh. I sh- I shaved my beard off. I can tell. And as as I as so I just give you a you. cliff note version of this, what I had originally planned to do was shave the chin and leave the mustache with the connecting. Right. What beard. what we talked about side
2: yeah. sideburns yeah. to chin or mm-hmm. to lamb chops basically yep. then connect the mustache and get rid of the goatee so the... i did that but i made it too wide oh,
3: so it didn't okay. look
2: quite quite right so i bailed on that
3: and then i just shaved i kept a mustache had chops oh okay it, it looked straight 70s like it was on point <laughs> samantha lost her mind <laughs> lost her goddamn mind about it
2: she well, was you're like in quarantine the only people you're gonna see are your family and me maybe she was like,
3: "You look so creepy. You look like a fucking pedophile. Like you look like all
2: these things." <laughs> like you just, I like the picture of you now, just with that in your front window. You know how large they are, just yeah. with like pajamas or a robe and a cup of coffee, just staring out at the neighborhood with like large frames on, mm-hmm. and just kind of like looking around menacingly as people just walk by your house. And- I,
3: I, I got it. I got where she was coming from because with the long hair, it's kind of got like a '70s do going on. The glasses. It just, it all came together and it was fucking sweet. (laughs) (laughs) But she was like, I could tell like she was trying not to tell me what to do with my life. But she was like
2: real worried that I was gonna keep it, like real worried. But <laughs> she was very much telling me what to do with my yeah. life.
3: So I, I just said, "Fuck it, I'll do what I, I'll do the opposite of whatever else is doing because everyone else is doing the quarantine beard, which was originally the plan." That's where I'm at. And then I was like, "You know what? It's quarantine. You know what? Now would be a great opportunity to give my skin some reprieve."
2: So right, I that's just... the other angle that I have in my head where I'm like, "Quarantine, nobody sees me. It would be great just to shave this whole thing off and go and go straight down to the yep. bottom and see what's up." So I that's what I did. I shaved it all off and I've been lotioning it after I got out of the showers. And My stuff, basic so. plan is pending I ever have to go back into work <laughs> <laughs> is to get the notification about when we're going back in mm-hmm. and then trim – shave everything then depending mm-hmm. on how much time I'm given. Like if, it, I'm, if I'm given a 2 weeks notice like, hey, in two weeks we're going to go back in, then I'm going to just drip everything then and go, okay, I'm going to give myself two weeks to build back up and yeah. and go back to being normal. But in the meantime – I'm letting it ride. Yeah, let it ride.
3: Um, so yeah, continue. You were uh, after we just passed work.
2: Work we're not going to talk about. Work we're not going to talk about. Uh, I'll piggyback off your facial hair conversation. As you can tell, it's getting there. Yeah, I'm, letting it
3: go. I've seen a bush
2: here. No, yeah, it's no, 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 over, over, <laughs> no. We haven't gotten to that point yet. We haven't gotten to the worst part of it. It's just now getting to the point where like I haven't trimmed the neck, so you can see it's getting low down here. Mm. That's going to have to get trimmed up a little bit just because it's going to. Gonna irritate me too much. Um, mustache getting there. Everything's getting there. Also, this hair, probably longest you might have ever seen it so far. Maybe it's been longer, but on the side it's getting pretty bad because you can see how gray I am. Just oh, yeah, all yeah. the grays are just mm-hmm. there. And I'm like, sup, sup gray sup. hair. <laughs> uh, also, I can tell it's bad because I keep finding hairs on my face now. Like, because it's so long, mm-hmm. I'll just have a random hair just like caught somewhere in my eyebrow drooping over my eye. And I'm like, don't no, get out of here. And then I realize it's not attached to anything. And I just throw it away. So I'm just like, Oh no, I'm shedding. <laughs> I'm a dog. But the, uh, and then I realized it's either me or max. It's it very much could just be on Max hair. Him and I have very similar hair length at this point. Could be. Uh, so, yeah, that's where this is. And who knows what I'll do with my facial hair because I have no one to tell me how to live my life until you show up and I go, hey, hey watch this motherfucker, <laughs> And I just start shaving weird. Like, I'll maybe I'll just do like a fade, but like line. <laughs> I'll look like, uh, oh, what's his name? Kenny Powers coming out of just oh, a yeah, chopped yeah. up beard. Anyway, there's that. That's the facial hair talk. Um Oiling it again, you know, all that stuff. The, yeah, the the maintenance is key. Yeah. The, and the top of my head is just it, it's going to be gone for the most part until I am like when we talked about it before. I'm like, I just need a trim, you know, back here or something, just to keep this away. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I this is like I said, this is gone. This is just meant to be kept alive and see what happens. Yeah.
3: I feel yeah. My hair is so long now that I don't have to, like, I don't have to put product in it for it to, like, be, like,
2: not sticking up, mm-hmm. which is a,
3: it's been, a, it's, last time it was this long, I was still in high school.
2: I'm not there totally yet because this is, like, I can just put water in for the most part and lay it back down, mm-hmm. but there are times where, like, if I wake up, it'll still just be, like, oh, hey, we're just going to do, like, one of these, and I'm, like, oh, I can't stand this. Yeah. Um, so... Back to the games. Games, you know what? Let's skip games. I've been reading the baseball book, trying to get through that so I can start uh, the next book and move on. About halfway through, going it's trying a, it's to do. A, it's a sizable book. It's a sizable book, and it's basically a textbook. Yeah, so it's not exactly like a quick read because I am doing a lot of learning while I'm reading. I'm not just like enjoying. No, you're trying to you're trying to absorb it, right? So I'm doing like a chapter a day, roughly, to try to be able to progress myself Mm -hmm. interesting things stolen bases don't really mean much but that's the whole thing the as far as statistics go like their impact specifically on a game uh the amount of stolen bases versus the times you're caught stealing and and a whole lot of correlation to like statistically it's not worth the effort basically it would be more uh, effective to, to take an extra base on a hit than it would be to try to steal a base. So if you were on first and somebody hit in a ball to the outfield, it would be more effective for you to take for mm-hmm. to go from first to third than it would be for you to try to steal second. But this that's is a- what's interesting about this
3: though is the philosophical side of it. Like, so it, statistically it doesn't gain you much as far as scoring, but psychological impact might be different.
2: It might be, but you can't track yeah, that a, analytically.
3: That's the interesting part about it.
2: Uh, so still going through the baseball book. Um, the the watching has happened of watching all of everything. Like, you know, tons of YouTube or whatever. Finally, watched Joker. Okay,
3: oh, I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, I watched Joker. All right, it's a movie. All right, it's a movie. All right, there you go. I don't think it's great. I don't hate it a ton. Mm-hmm. Because I think the end of it saves it a lot. Uh, But it took too long to get there, I think. And I don't give a shit for the angles it was trying to start with. Mm -hmm. And it's not a terrible movie if there's a second one, I think. I think a second one, a sequel to that, would help it so much more. But as it stands on its own, I'm like, it's... mm." It tickles some parts of Joker, like my the Joker I envision and like, but it doesn't give me him. Yeah. It just – it gives me an, a mentally unstable person mm-hmm. and that's it. And I'm just like – that. that's such boor- – that's boring. That's not uh, – to me, that's also not true. A difference between a mentally disabled person, which is what they portrayed that Joker to be, and somebody that is fully functioning batshit crazy, are two very different things, I think, in my head. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I might be saying, like, you know, we're all crazy inside our heads or whatever. Jared Lowe says, hur, hur, hur. yeah, what our fucking God. That that Joker, honestly, was way worse than Walking Phoenix's. Jared Leto Joker was terrible. I haven't seen that one, so... Suicide Squad? Yeah. Don't. Save yourself. It ain't worth it. You watch a boomerang get killed in the first three seconds. I'm gonna go I, up um, here, and I'm dead. Useless. I did like Joker, uh, but we...
3: We are, like, pretty much polar opposites on the on the... As far as the... Joker...
2: What we like in Jokers.
3: Even I don't know Nicholson, if it's Even that. Nicholson's
2: Joker isn't that Joker.
3: It's I don't know if it's necessarily that. But like I think what we were looking for in this movie was like polar opposites. Oh, yeah. That's probably true. So,
2: But, you know, I watched it. Yeah. It's, it's good. It was on the list of things I needed to watch. I've watched it. Yeah. Still watching Lego Masters. Still watching Westworld. Westworld Season 3. Doing great. Doing good things. I'm enjoying it. Three episodes in. Fourth one comes out this weekend. Uh, yeah, speaking
3: of that, HBO are doing a like a free, free week or something like that for certain, certain content.
2: Okay, well, there's a lot of good shit on HBO, so uh, you the might, one you probably should watch it.
3: Yeah, the one that's on there that people are making a big deal out of that I might actually check out because I never actually watched it. Is it's got the
2: whole series of The Wire. There you go. It's going to be available. I haven't uh, watched it either, but I people love it.
3: Veep is going to be available. Um,
2: There was a bunch of other stuff. A lot of their older stuff. Yeah, mostly their older stuff. Uh, So, yeah, there's that. Uh, Then what was the other thing I watched? Oh, I watched uh, The Killing Joke. Because after I watched one Joker movie that I was unhappy with, I had to go watch a good Joker movie. And I I enjoyed it. Mm Mm-hmm. But when it ended, I went, what the fuck was that? So now I'm not sure if I liked it or not. I've never seen The Killing Joke. It's definitely not a kid's movie. No. It is the most adult animated film I've probably seen. That is to ignore the existence of Sausage Party. This is the most adult comic book movie. There's a, a few of the Batman They swear ones. in it. Yeah, the, there's
3: a bunch of the Batman ones, I think, that are like...
2: Yeah, but I mean like the... Hard. Some like of the other... Hard. And like Bat, the Batman, the animated series that got its revival and, and whatever, isn't that way. This is the... The killing joke is the one where they're like, no, we're going to just go. And I'm like, oh, all right. But then it ends. And I'm like, d- <sighs> is,
0: there,
2: is there more? Is there a sequel? no. No! <laughs> so, I went crazy. Uh,
3: <laughs> got hit twice with the, it ends too soon.
2: Yeah, you want to see oh, a sequel well, of that. You'd, yeah. want, you'd want you more of the- I want more of the end of it because I wanted to clean up the bad in the beginning. Like, that, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it more on this podcast. I'll talk about it a little bit after. Uh, then it got into games. Games, games. Todd started playing Diablo. Wanted me to play Diablo with him. So you went all in. On I went. Diablo. I went too far, honestly. Because now I can't get He's out.
3: He's gone too far.
2: I take my tortillas. <laughs> yeah. No. I went. I went too far. Um, and now I can't get out. Uh, so you're rolling another character. You are doing another? What are we doing here? I. I had max slots on characters. Yeah. So when you have max slots, you have to rebirth the character, which strips them of all their gear, puts it in your stash, and then uh, starts them over from level one so you can play in the new season. Mm-hmm. So I did that and just rolled the barbarian, and Todd's playing a witch doctor, and now we're just running and trying to get as much gear as we can. We're both geared, but now it's just trying to find better versions of our gear. Uh, so, you know, it's what it is. It's a good just hang out, chill, listen to some music, do that. Yeah. Playing the World of Warcraft, still got the 100% buff. I have two character... Two classes left to get to max level. Uh, I will achieve that, I assume, by the end of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is pretty close. One is a little bit further away. But both easily doable, should I sit down and do them. What else? Doom Eternal. Got through a few more missions. Played the hardest... Played the level that introduces the I think hardest enemy in the game but holy shit is he hard took me I think five times to kill him and I'm not playing on uh like crazy difficulty or anything but damn it was that was a thing uh the marauder is the name I, I don't remember his name but he just you have to keep him at medium range if you get too close he shoots you with a shotgun if you get too far he throws projectiles at you so you need to keep him in the middle any, if you shoot any time at him when his eyes aren't glowing green, he just blocks it. So you have to you're doing timing windows, but he's just dashing around too, and it's just, oh, it's a whole thing. So much. Yuck. Uh there's that. I've been playing the show. Always. Playing mm-hmm. a lot of the show. Uh you know what? Let's let's talk about the show. Let's let's wax poetic a little bit. So I accomplished the the first inning program. Mm-hmm. It, when you get to three hundred stars, and the program allows you to choose one of the three featured people of that program, I got to that point. Chose that guy for the Diamond Dynasty team. So then I was like, "All right, I'm kind of done with Diamond Dynasty right now. I don't need to do anything else in it because that was that's the main goal is to push each time a program comes out, get to three hundred stars, pick that car- pick one of those players. And I'm, if there's other things I need to do, I'll do them. But like otherwise, it's just cause, like that's my goal that time. So I was like, "All right, I'll." I'll play another season of road to the show. My solo Nate Killian campaign. I went bonkers as far as I was concerned. I finished 2020 because I brought my save over from 2019 Mm -hmm. and I was rookie in the year in 2019. Mm -hmm. I didn't qualify for a batting title in 2019 because I didn't have uh, enough plate appearances to qualify. 2020, the season that I started this year, uh, I managed to qualify for the batting title. I was top 3 in MVP votes. I was an All-Star. I did not win the MVP. I was top 3 MVP votes. Bryce Harper had an insane year and I was not going to beat him. I think I should have, but I was not going to beat him. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't even kidding myself at that. Um he won MVP. I was top 3 in MVP, I had the league's highest batting average at 378. I had the I was top 5 in on-base percentage, top 5 in slugging, number 1 in OPS or close. And I was in the top 5 I think for home runs, like I was in the top 5 of a lot of categories except for walks. Walks I was in the top like 15 of. Mm-hmm. So I I started having a really nice balanced year towards the end of it. I won the Silver Slugger for uh, first baseman I was top three in gold glove for first baseman did not win that I won the Hank Aaron award for the best hitter in the league so I was I was feeling pretty good get to the offseason Cubs offered me a seven-year deal for 90 90 million dollars I countered I said I wanted a seven-year deal for 100 million dollars they said how about seven years for 93.6 million and I said deal so I got paid and now I want to get traded because they did not get pitchers, and we missed the damn playoffs last season. And if we don't get to the playoffs this year, I'm going to lose my mind. Give me to the playoffs. I deserve to be in the playoffs. So now I'm still – I'm in season two hunting – or season three, I guess, technically – hunting my MVP award plus World Series ring. Those is, are the this two, the, is this the those game are the two that you accomplishments I
3: need? Traded off the Yankees? The Yankees traded me. In the very first. Like they were on the first team.
2: Yeah, I I didn't because you can uh when you create your character, you can either choose to go through the draft and get randomly assigned a team based just in the draft. Mm-hmm. Or you can actually say, like, No, I want to play for this team, and you'll at least start in that organization. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Alright, well, I want to start on the Yankees or start with the Yankees. So The game just rigs it so you get drafted by them. And so I started there. I made it through double-A and triple-A with them. I got called up to the majors. I was playing third for them in the majors due to some weird triple-A things that happened where they're like, hey, we want you to take some reps at third because whatever, something, something, first base. And I was like, okay, fine. If it makes me get to the major leagues, I'll play third. Played third, got to the major leagues, played for the Yankees for a couple games, played third for them, hit a couple home runs. And I was like, all right, I'm in the majors. Got knocked back down to triple-A got called back up a little bit later cuz I think I was only there for an injury replacement or something. Got called back up and I was and I was just kind of playing. I was on and off playing a bit and then they traded me which annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> then they I traded they traded me to the Chicago Cubs for David Bodie who is not better than me, was never better than me and is never going to be better than me. David Bodie solid player in real life. Like I have nothing against the guy. But I was a 19-year-old A-rated prospect, and he was a 27-year-old like C, and they just one-for-one traded. And I was like, that doesn't make sense at all. I'm wondering if there's some weird, do you think you could get back onto the
3: Yankees? Or is there some algorithm where they like that? I bet I can like, get no.
2: back on either. I if I get traded there, or if I go to free agency. But it's going to take me a few years now to get to the free agency because I signed a seven-year deal. But ninety-three million dollars. What I'm going to do? Say no. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, when I hit free agency, I might be able to go mm-hmm. back to the Yankees, and I will try if that is so an option I have. Uh, if I continue this for seven years, who knows? But yeah. I will try to get back to them because uh, that is my goal is to go there and win a title with them. But right now it is win a title and win an MVP. Those are my two personal goals. Whatever team they happen on, they happen. But I do want to get back to the Yankees and win a title. But they traded me, and this is the part that pisses me off. They traded me to the Cubs. I was a first baseman. They traded me to the Cubs. The Cubs have Chris Bryant at third, great third baseman. Have Javier Baez at shortstop, great shortstop. Have Anthony Rizzo at first base. Pretty solid first baseman. What am I doing here? They make me the starting first baseman and bench Rizzo. I'm like, okay, guess I'm not going to complain about that, but that doesn't make sense because we're in the National League, so we don't have a DH. So you just took a good another good bat out of the lineup. Like you should have just put me at second where you had a weakness and kept all four of us in the lineup, It would be great. But no, my, bench, my existence in benching of him pisses Rizzo off. So when he goes to free agency next year, he leaves and goes to the Yankees. So Rizzo went to the Yankees, and I have had better seasons than him every single year. Yeah, the, I'm just the, dominating on these kids.
3: There's yeah. just something here with the the algorithms, the shit that that's programmed is shit. It's garbage,
2: terrible. So yeah, that's what I've been, I've been doing. 378 with 99 RBIs, 36 home runs, under 10 stolen bases because my guy's not meant to do that. Caught stealing probably more times than he successfully stole a base because manager says steal base. I try, I try to steal. I get thrown out. So it's on him, not me. <laughs> what um, if you ignore him? I've debated it a couple times because so I'm like, this doesn't make sense for me to steal right now. We need to have me not get out. And there's a couple of pitchers I know I can steal on based on, like, their pitching routine and they're slow, so I know I can get there. There's other ones where I'm like, I'm never going to be able to make this no matter what, unless that's a ball he's thrown wildly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I did on the show, uh, and that's been it. It's a lot, but that's that's been the, the routine, the bunch. Uh, Dead War, obviously, we talked about. I dabbled in Division. I dabbled in other things. Uh, what I'm planning on doing, trying to do, is tomorrow night, you and me, some other friends, ten thirty ish. I'm hoping, play some drawful. Drawful Two, mm, okay, because it was free on Epic. I'll host the game. I'll stream it in our Discord, and we'll all be able to see the the screen and play that way. I'm hoping. Okay, I'll tell. I gotta tell the others, but that's the idea. Uh, and also, I'm getting really, really tempted to play Animal Crossing. Uh oh, yeah, I, I haven't pulled the trigger yet, and I don't know if I will because I don't know that I actually want to commit to it, or I just like the idea of it. Well, because you, I just keep seeing it everywhere. I don't think it would
3: disrupt what you have going no, on. No, I don't think because it would disrupt. It's one of those me, games that you could like do your
2: my multitasking. multi-tasking yeah, my thing multitasking. With. It. I don't think it would disrupt me, but at the same time, I don't know that I would actually want to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do it because I see everybody else doing it, and I'm like, ooh, what's the fun they're having? Let me just take a look over here, and, and now I'm a hot dog. Like, yeah. I, it would take me seconds to get invested, but at the same time, I don't know that I want to get invested, because I'm like, maybe I play really hard for a week, and then I'm like, all right, then. So yeah. That's what it was. So it's a, it's, it's a teeter-totter. And I'm like, ooh, really want to play it. And then that kind of goes down, and I'm like, but what if you only play it for so long? Ooh, what if you really want to play it, though? And I'm just like, ah. It's a battle. So, yeah, that's what I... It's a battle.
3: It's a ba- it's, it's a bat. And sometimes, you know, you win. Sometimes, you lose.
2: That's how I, like, I felt uh,
3: about Half-Life and the VR Oh, thing.
2: that. So, let's, let's so wrap I like... back up to that. So, other things I played mm-hmm. were on Match VR. I played Beat Saber. Yeah. Pretty good game. Yeah. You did a good job. I did a good job. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh... I did manage to beat. The only song I beat was on a a song on hard. Yeah. (laughs) After I failed it on normal immediately. Then I failed it on hard like three times, and then I beat it. And then I wanted to see what Expert Plus was like, and that's absolutely insane. I don't ever plan on doing that again. I think hard on certain songs is probably like the nice comfort zone where it's it's enough of the actual beat. Because sometimes on normal, I was like, all right, cool. Like that one song I tried, I was like, all right, cool cool breakdown moment. Nothing. There's only one block. Oh, what? No, I want to play like the Phil Collins into the you know. Nope, not there. Just one block for that whole thing, and I was like, ah, it's boring. Um, but yeah, did beat the one song on hard. Kept trying to figure out how to play Crab Rave, couldn't do it. Uh, three sixty mode was interesting. That was a little weird, but interesting. On that, that
3: kind of brings up the other thing about the that particular VR is that. So I, I opted for the Rift S right. Oculus other VR is the quest, which is the wireless version. I did not, this was not knowledge at the time. It did not exist, but after a, about a week ago or a couple, maybe even a couple days ago, they released something called virtual desktop. Someone released it as a third party software for, called virtual desktop. And it works wirelessly with a pc better than the quest link cable does so the whole thing with the quest is it's wireless and mobile but there's an a link cable that you can link it to a pc and it'll work like you know like a regular pc vr right Right. well they came out with a software someone came out with software that links it wirelessly with the pc and it works better than the link cable does and it works surprisingly well. And had it had I known of that beforehand, I probably would have opted for the quest. Okay. And then like stuff like that, the 360
2: Beat Saber with a wireless headset, right, would, would be the
3: fucking bee's
2: knees. Would be the bee's knees. But also, it was kind of good sometimes to have the wire because I'm like, all right, I know where I am. Like, yeah, you get kind of get to feel the wire. But even because even with the wall, and you. I was triggering that wall so many times at Super Hot mm-hmm. that I was just like, if I didn't have also you kind of there, I could easily see myself just punching through a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Beach Saber was pretty fun. Uh, I think I only played for maybe 30 minutes, but I could feel myself being that, being my limit at 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, not There's not a lot of, of like your movement in there, but it is enough to. And like visually and maybe if I had turned on the audio, maybe it was a little bit better too. But there was just enough audit, uh, not enough sensory things happening where it did – I could start to kind of feel the headache. And I was like, all mm-hmm. right, if I just stop here, I know I'll be okay. Yeah. And and sit down and talk, talk about my experience for a little bit mm-hmm. and then get back up and go back in.
3: I think that's true for everyone too because even on the first day I had it, I didn't play very long because I think it's – like I started to get the headache. And
2: I think it's something that like you have to work into a little bit of acclimation to it. Yeah. Speaking of the headache, though, uh, I started playing. I started a Half-Life Alex save on your game.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I I was impressed. I give zero shits, as you can tell by my commentary over everything he was saying. Because what the hell do (laughs) I care? Means nothing to you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) all right, go get something that represents us. And I immediately picked up the trash can with items in it and set that down. And he's like, all right, that represents you. And I was just like, okay, trash can, perfect. Uh, broke every plate I could, threw bottles everywhere. The haptic is, is, I wish it was a little bit more vibrating maybe, like a mm-hmm. little bit more intensity. Because sometimes when you're like, yeah, do you feel it? I was like, I mean, I feel like if you went, eh, on me, like if you hummed on me is what mm-hmm. it felt like. And I was like, I, I wish it was a little bit more punchy sometimes, which maybe is a setting, not sure. Uh, but it I think was it's all just the tiny controller syndrome. All potential too, but I mean, the Joy-Con can tell me if there's three or four ice cubes. So mm, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> though they're also not tracking the entire motion of everything. The amount you can control your hand with with the haptic of just resting your fingers on the buttons without even pressing them was actually activating your fingers in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gun was actually accurate. Yeah which was weird. I found that
3: um, I've learned that I have issues if I if I did own a pistol, I would it would be a difficult situation because I I hold it in such a way that I I'm always skewed to one side. Ah, okay. and I have to physically like
2: just I have to mentally, you know, turn, think, turn like your wrist make sure bit. I turn it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I think I missed the one shot where I was I threw the barrel, but I think everything else I I hit for the most part. As far as Mm -hmm. I knew, Uh, the storage system of throwing things over your back was pretty cool. Uh, The movement wasn't terrible because I was using the blink method.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And I think I was I in there for maybe forty five minutes.
3: Uh, probably probably thirty probably thirty minutes.
2: I was good right up until I could feel it kind of coming on as I was going. And then right towards the end of that 30-minute mark, I was like, I need to get out of here because mm. I know it's going to get bad because I started I, – I don't know if it was the quick jumping I was doing or was just there was so much movement. But I was like, I need to get out of here now because I've there's a lot of movement mm-hmm. with looking around and having to move your character and stuff like that. Yeah. And my disappointment that I could throw a, a 50-gallon drum barrel just flying, but I couldn't pick up the zombie and throw him over the side. I was just – that annoyed the hell out of me. I'm like, what am I? A weakling? Pick up the – throw the – It is weird. Like they're, I I know it's because they didn't don't want you to because they didn't code those things in. Yeah, which is fair. But it's like, well, come on, you coded everything else in. It it is
3: kind of weird, and I guess it makes sense. Like you know, they're probably like two hundred pounds. Yeah. Up, and and barrels it de- and yeah, and the are, are empty. Yeah, it's dead weight.
2: And I don't really want to just – because if I could, I would just grab a glove and grab him by the back of the head and walk like this, walk forward with him the entire mm-hmm. time towards enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are meant to move them because they have shit on them sometimes. Yeah, they have loot, and I wore a safety cone on my head. The mm-hmm. moment Matt told me I could wear a safety cone on my head, I put a safety cone on my yeah, head. you did. You did do it, and I put it on <laughs> for the entire time. The entire I lo- time, I lost it in the first safety cone I saw when I got back in. I put another one back on.
3: It'd be which is funny because
2: inside my headset, mm-hmm. it didn't take up that. It didn't take like that much of my vision away. It took it like if you put a safety cone on your own head, mm-hmm. that's what it looked like. But when you saw it outside the game and it was taking up like a third of the screen or a half yep. of the screen, it was like, oh, that's not what I see. <laughs>
3: It'd be interesting that have you jump in at certain parts of the game because it, like, you get a good idea of the physics and movements in the first half of the game, but then when you get into the thick of it, when it's like, like actual
2: combat moments and
3: the yeah, the ambiance of like the really dark tunnels and like you can't see and the noises and then the fucking head crabs jumping out at you and stuff, like it's a whole, it's like a whole other level or layer or not even that, it's like a whole other experience, I guess.
2: Yeah, um, scary as fuck. Uh, yeah, luckily I didn't actually have to ever shoot an enemy. Yeah, I mean, I had to th- just throw bottles around and shoot them, and shoot the guy's window, and have him scream at me. Mm-hmm. You do some subway stuff.
3: Actually, the first how they introduce you to combat's pretty fun because it's in subways and you can break the glass and like close oh, okay. doors and open doors and.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was. I I was impressed the entire time with mm-hmm. the tech give two shits about the game itself. Yeah. But I was using it more as a tech demo than anything. And it all looked very good. Mostly, I also don't give a shit about the game only because I don't have a frame of reference. Yeah. So I don't care. And I'm more, I I want, when I go to want to know about the game and how it stacks up with one and two and storyline things, that's where I'm going to go to you and go, how, storyline wise, how does it look? How does it fit? How does it work? Stuff like that. I can easily tell for myself in the mechanic department where I'm like, oh, this is really good. It's just unfortunate it's a VR title. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's great and it really uses VR in every way it's supposed to be used, but it's also a VR title, so it's not going to be mass-played like it probably deserves to be.
3: Yeah, I mean, it is unfortunate. I mean, the Rift is probably the best bang for budget, but- Bang for buck model right now, but there's there should there needs to be more right. There just needs to be more. There's no other way around it. And it, I've read a lot of stuff online like that. It runs good on any hardware, and like that that's the case I've seen as well. In my experience, um, but they
2: just but for just
3: needs to be more headsets that are either right.
2: at that price and or cheaper. Like, but with four hundred dollars and playing Alex and everything. Mm-hmm. it's easily playable oh yeah i just know that i would probably only be playing in 30 to maybe hour i'd be stretching it at an hour mm-hmm. spurts so i'd be like okay i'm doing that now i need to do something else for the rest of the day yeah but playing super hot <laughs> i could have sat in super hot all day mm-hmm. that was a ton of fun for me throwing was a little weird but kind of once you figure it out it was all right and there were some moments where I was just. I was loving life. Dodge. Getting the shotgun pellets just around me. Somehow he misses. Mm-hmm. Super Hot's
3: um, one of those examples of like a game that clearly works. I don't want to say works better, but like. It's 100% better in VR. Yeah. It's it's just like you, you can move. You can fucking do weird shit. Yeah. You know, you can
2: dodge. You can hide behind shit. Like. I'm literally there taunting, like leaning and crouching. And it was. Uh, taking weapons just off people. Just, whoop, nope, mine. Thank you, Mm -hmm. stab, stab. Uh,
3: You know what would be a great game in VR? Uh, Fucking uh, humans fall flat. It would be interesting. Like that, not necessarily the vertical aspect of it, Yeah, but like the concept of like work to solve
2: puzzles. Oh, right, right, right. I can say I could barely stand the falling in the super hot one. Mm -hmm. I don't need to fall from sky when I die. Uh, But the super hot was a ton of fun going through the levels and just kind of being able to go through having you there was kind of cool too, because we could both just like, what do we need to What, what needs to be done at this level mm-hmm. type thing. And, uh, there were a couple times where I would clearly hit an enemy with a weapon and it just didn't work. But yeah, uh, there were, there were times once you, once you kind of get everything down and you kind of get the, the movement, and uh, in a super hot, like, level, you might have four or five, not vignettes, but stages. Uh, the failing on one stage just puts you back to stage one. So you could learn all the stages and then just know which one you were kept failing on. And when you were able to master the stages getting up to it is when it just felt so good. Especially the, the one where it was... Knife kill with bottle to grab knife, throw to shoot guy coming downstairs. Mm -hmm. When I got that down that one time of just bottle, knife, into him, turn, grab gun, shoot him, I felt (laughs) so good for that. I was just like, yes. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. (laughs) It was was definitely triggering endorphins of just like, give me more. Mm -hmm. I want to inject this into my veins. That's the one thing, so like Superhot, for
3: example, the one thing that's missing from half life Alex is melee, like melee
2: combat that's yeah, no and that fun. was that was the one thing I was able I didn't even I didn't like truly think about it until I realized I had no options that in like one of the first missions I played mm-hmm. and the guy runs at me and I'm like, wait a second, I just punch you, sir <laughs> I punch you and I punch you again, I punch you in the head, I punch you in the dick and I punch <laughs> you in the chest there's a uh... Boneworks
3: is another VR yes. title. Yeah, Boneworks. We talked apparently about does, a year ago now, maybe? Yeah. Well, it came out in December, I think. Okay, maybe six um, months ago. It apparently does melee really,
2: really well. And Boneworks is supposed to be crazy.
3: Yeah. I'm curious. That, that might be one that I, I have to pick up and try out. because I really, like, Half-Life is great, but I it, it does need some form of melee in it. Yeah, um, and you, need, you need
2: the crowbar. Why would you not yeah, have the crowbar? Yeah. You know what I mean.
3: And it's so satisfying, like when you're when you're super hot punching things and throwing bottles, hitting people. In the, 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 eyes. the punching it's and so throwing things
2: satisfying. is so. Like it was very cool to be just here's a shotgun, bang, and then just huck the shotgun at somebody, grab another one out of the air, and just keep like mm-hmm. it, the the movement I was able to do because you don't actually have to move. You basically are standing still in the level and just grabbing what you can mm-hmm. and shoot it and I was just like this is I could sit here all day. Yeah. And I think it does help too that it was just it's all white minus the uh black objects of like the breakable and guns and stuff and the red enemies. Mm-hmm. Just having those three colors like there isn't anything to really be blurry or fuck with your eyes. Mm-hmm. So it was much easier to stay there longer because I no. got out, I got out of super hot because I needed to get out of super hot. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have stopped. I specifically said, all right, I'm going to get this stage done and be done, and I got it, and then I immediately went into the next stage.
3: <laughs> I'd be curious to see
2: – it's kind of, like,
3: kind of – I mean, it's kind of twisted because, like, I, it's, like, experimenting on you. But Oh, be, sure. Yeah,
2: why is that be, no, not <laughs> totally
3: fucked up? The riffs – one of the the cons of the riff that people kind of say is that it has a, a low uh, refresh rate on the screen. It has, like, an 80-something –
2: Oh, yeah, versus the 90s. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, 90 is what people consider standard. So, like a lot of the Vive stuff, but like the Index and a lot of the higher end, like the Vive Pro, I think, the Index, the Pimax headsets are all 120 hertz or 144 hertz. Okay. I'd be curious to throw you in one of those and see if it helps
2: at all, like the higher refresh rate. It either the higher, it might not even be the refresh rate as much, it might be the resolution. I think I think it's truly really the resolution. I don't think the refresh rate was what I was noticing. I think it was that also. I was I tried to just get the headset to be as perfect as I could because there was that sweet spot for mm-hmm. non-blurriness or whatever. But even once you're there, it's like it's not
1: yeah. crisp
2: still. Mm-hmm. Like it still all looks great, but it's just it's not the me sitting down and looking at a computer screen. Yeah, pretty. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. it's still that step off of there. So I don't know if maybe there was like the crazy like an OLED blah 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 like. This. The two thousand dollar headset, maybe that fixes all of that. But at that point, I'm like, that's not worth it when I could have just the greatest experience on the four hundred dollar headset and just just not play it. it it. Yeah, not sit in it for eight hours. Yeah, for sure. And super hot, I could sit in for eight hours. Now, I want I go back downstairs right now and just be like, I'm gonna play super hot because it is so much fun. Mm -hmm. Of I'm just going to master these (laughs) levels. I pick up ashtray, throw ashtray at you. What's up? Give me your gun. Shoot you with your own gun. Shoot that guy with your gun. Throw a gun at third guy. Hmm, what's up? Oh, guy on my left that I didn't see? Uppercut. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time. The only time I was really, truly tripped out was that first stage. Uh, maybe it was Mission 3 or something. And it was the guy at me with shotgun, grab shotgun from him, shoot him, shoot guy out of hallway, then... Or no, shoot him. What was it? Shoot him, shoot far, throw gun, something, grab shotgun. The four, four guys, kill the first one with a shotgun, kill the second guy, and then the far two mm-hmm. that I can get with one shotgun blast. But there was a in-game wall right behind me that Oh, obviously. Yeah, obviously I could like punch through, but every time I turn around, I was like, Oh God, the wall's right there. Holy shit. That's really close. Oh wait, that's right. It's not really a wall. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it would put you after being in there for so long because you, unless I really wanted to like move my head, Mm -hmm. I couldn't see out from around me. Mm -hmm. So I would just uh, turn slightly to the right to go somewhere. And there's just a wall. I'm like, Oh God, I'm really close to that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was a good time. I really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah. It was fun.
2: It's fun to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) I was waiting for myself to just do the good old, the VR face where you just, just mouth open, looking around, just, Oh yeah. -hmm. It's VR. Hey, how do I look around? <laughs> you know, all the the videos you see of the, on, the VR people online. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I probably look like a psychopath anyway, but, you know, that's just how, that's my normal demeanor. So not much different except for put a VR headset on me. But that's it. That's all I got. I mean, it's a lot. We're at like two hours. It's cool. I'm good. Hey, it's a quarantine. So you got two hours worth of entertainment out of us. And you got to keep up with the news from the first half of this. That's really all I got. That's all I got. Perfect. We'll see you guys in seven days then. Bye-bye.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.